But I mean, it just seems like it's been like extra, just like seems crazy that way. around here. Yeah. Extra busy, that's for sure. Yes. All right, folks, here we go. Saturday night. We are in Cranston. It is time. Yes. Thank you, Robin. Folks, it is time for Cranston PD Live. We're with a familiar face. We are ready to go. It's uh, it's pretty mild out. Well, this is always good. Yep. Folks, it is Saturday night, and uh, we are with Sergeant McHugh. And uh, Sergeant, nice, uh, actually nice, very dry Saturday Saturday night here in, in Cranston. Yeah, I definitely can't complain about the weather tonight. How has uh, been the, the day so far? So far, so good. So far, so good. Not too many issues. Um, and the, uh, the weather's good. It's not too cold out. Uh, Halloween week is, is in the past, but Saturday night traditionally seemingly seems like it could be a, a busy day, a busy night in the city. Oh, certainly. Any, any, any day almost has a, um, yeah. has the opportunity to be busy here. And uh, just so everyone is, uh, again, folks, we're riding with Sergeant McHugh, Cranston Police Department. This is Season 2, Episode 3. And, Sergeant, if you would be so kind, what time, uh, just for people, what time did you get in and what time does, are you on till uh, on this Saturday? So today I uh, got into work at 2.45 p.m., and I'm actually working uh, third shift as well. Oh. So I'll be here till uh, 6.45 in the morning tonight. Yeah. Uh, a rear, is that is that a rear double for Sergeant McHugh? Uh, every every now and again, yeah. if uh, if it presents itself, okay. um, we got the uh, the holidays coming up, so yeah. never a bad time for overtime. What, what's um what's the key to working a uh, a double shift into the overnight? <laughs> uh, just stay busy. Yeah, stay busy. Okay. And then uh, obviously um, and and then tomorrow off or or I I took tomorrow off. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Especially with the uh, daylight savings. Yeah, so. yeah, that's right. That's right. Good point. Yeah. So now with um, the clocks going back, uh, uh, we, we're not affected by it in Cranston. I used to work in Providence, and that would mean at two o'clock they'd turn the clock back to one and stay open an extra hour. We don't. We don't have that. No. 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 <laughs> but it could end up being a late night out for people because of that. If some, I don't know how they enforce yeah, that. I mean, you know. I think maybe some people would think that, uh, you know, I get an extra hour of sleep, let me enjoy the night a little bit more, right, but, right. you know, we'll see, we'll yep. see. And uh, Halloween was good for the McHugh family? It was, yeah, so. Any costumes you want to share of yourself or the children? Uh, the family and I, we, we did a costume, I don't want to say what it was, right. but right. I, I did it for my son. All right. It was fun. All right, folks, we are underway Saturday night. Thank you, everybody. Folks, you're watching Cranston PD Live on the Saturday. Yep, that is exactly right. We have our moderators. We have some uh, shout-outs. Um, so last Friday, I was actually up in Maine for the uh, the search. Actually. Yeah, yeah that's incredible. and um, and then Commander Patalano knows. So when I was chatting with some some main state police where you're from you know where you're from because they're talking to all the media there's people from there were people there from france obviously all over the country oh, network cnn sure, fox sure. but you also obviously had people from canada 
from the BBC. I mean, it was just such a massive story. So as I'm chatting with two members of the Maine State Police, I have their names. I'm going to give them a shout out a little bit later. One of them says, who's the guy that rides with the police? <laughs> I said, that would be, they're like, you know, we've seen that. We've seen that. And then they mentioned, I'm not going to mention which episode they caught, but, um, but it, it was, it was funny and it was genuine and, and then gave details that only someone would know that had seen that. Oh, so, um, they caught an episode where I won't say who, but remember the police was, um, having someone do some some form of a test if someone's accused of D, DUI. Oh, so uh, oh, now I know. Yeah, you know which one's involved. <laughs> so, but anyhow, now, folks, here we go on this Saturday night. Yep, you can uh, remember you can type in where you're watching from. I do want to give a shout out to the law enforcement in Maine. That was not an easy situation, obviously. Also, our moderators, Ann and Robin and David. Folks, you can. Uh, Type in someone's name. That should. Um, so they actually just before you got here, they located a uh, person dealing with a uh, mental health episode. He had left the house. It was an older gentleman, but they had located him pretty quickly, and now he's on his way to the hospital and received treatment. So that's that's the good news then. Nice, easy, yeah. quick resolution. So. Yeah, that's what we're looking for. Yeah, certainly, certainly. Are never easy. No, no. I mean, especially if you can't find the person. But the officers uh, did a pretty good job and found them very quickly, so I'm happy with that. What is um, what is the the right amount of time someone should wait before they contact law enforcement? Because I'm sure you get calls. They believe someone maybe is missing, but it's, you know, then it's just a misunderstanding of some kind. I you know, every case is different. So yeah. I don't think I could, um, okay. I could give like one generic answer to that. But I mean, if I had a loved one and I, you know, had that feeling in the pit of your stomach that something's wrong, you know, give us a call. We'll be happy to help. Does that happen with people who sometimes wander away, so to speak? Sometimes. I mean, you know, certainly we get those calls where uh, somebody that's maybe like an elderly person with a mental health issue will uh, wander away or something, or a family member that uh, all of a sudden, for no reason, just kind of loses contact. And it depends on the person. I mean, uh, sometimes I've taken cases where they've waited as long as weeks or you know, sometimes as soon as within an hour. Oh, wow. Really? Mm-hmm. Boy. Yeah. Like I said, I, I really think it depends on each person's individual situation. Yep. So. Meaning, like, when did you last see them or hear from them, and it was several weeks ago? In, in a couple particular cases over the course of my career, yeah, oh, certainly. And then also, the, you know, you're dealing with family from out of state, and they, they haven't heard from them, so it comes up from time to time. Okay. It's not terribly uncommon. I just want to mention, um, just there were two incidents uh, over the course, I believe they're both last night, and they were individuals, both, both. Uh, well, what, one was um, a situation that was actually a shots fired but, and had a young child in the, four-year-old in the backseat, or a young child in the backseat, but 
It was, I think the woman on Route 10 had a six-year-old and a nine-year-old in the backseat. It, it just seems, Sergeant, another reminder. I mean, if you have been had some alcohol, for crying out loud, call, call an Uber, let alone if you have children in the car. Yeah, this is the state police arrest that you're referring to? I believe so. I think it yeah. was, yeah. yeah. I, I mean, obviously you shouldn't be drinking and driving no matter what, but to do it when you have a small child like that is just beyond me. Wow. And again, you know, I'd love to tell you it doesn't happen, but it does happen from time to time. Uh, the same thing, I think there was a woman from Pawtucket. Folks, again, we do have this posted on the Facebook page. But it was a woman uh, individual being uh, accused in Pawtucket who um, <clears throat> had a young child in the car as they were, I think, according to the Pawtucket police, chasing an ex, firing a gun. Um, that seems like uh, rather reckless behavior to have a, having a child in the car. Oh. All right, folks, here we go. Essex. Put me on a G5. It's going to be Chestnut Hill at Lark. One John King, 172. Looks like a gray Buick. The lazy stop, huh? Yeah, yeah. Damn it, man. <laughs> How's your driving record, though? Pretty good? Perfect. Perfect. Last seven, six years, nothing. Okay. Yeah. Where are you on your way to? I'm going to my girl's house. Okay. I've got some food. And okay. I'm going to call it now. I have a massive headache. I worked all day. I think this is the, uh, the registration. No drinking or anything like that? No. Nah, right? no okay. No, no, no. Good, good. No violations within the last couple of years, anything like that? Okay, awesome. All right, just sit tight. I'll be back okay. in a minute, okay? All right, folks, again, we're with Sergeant McHugh, Cranston Police, Cranston PD Live. Let's see what he says. Oh. That was something you might have dropped, but it just looks like a coffee top. It is. Here we go. Not sure if they've thrown something out of the vehicle. All right, so I, I stopped this gentleman for going through the stop sign. Um, 207 to AS6, you all set? I should be, thank you. Folks, this is Cranston PD Live, not making Georgia PD Live. <laughs> You're watching Alabama PD Live. <laughs> anyway, I pulled over this gentleman for uh, going through the stop sign, and uh, he admitted to doing the, uh, what I think he called it, the slow roll. So,
Okay, so this gentleman, he uh, looks like barely anything on his record over the last 10 years. So, And again, one of the things that I, I definitely appreciate is that he admitted his mistake. I didn't have to argue with him or anything else like that. So I, I think we'll, uh, we'll cut this gentleman a, a verbal break. And that will be it. Folks, again, you're watching Cranston PD Live with Sergeant McHugh, Cranston, Rhode Island. It's a balmy Saturday night. Weather is nice. Once again, we want to thank our uh, moderators, Robin. I think I saw David. You can uh, share that you're watching, folks. Remember, you can also type in where you're watching from. And if you type in someone's name, that should notify them that you're trying to alert them that they should also tune in. Just getting started on the Saturday night. Like I said, it's a nice fall evening here. So Thank we're just you. going to chalk today up to a verbal warning only. Thank I you. appreciate you admitting what you did. Yes. Just be a little more careful next okay. time, all right? Enjoy appreciate the rest of your you. night, all right? Be safe. Be safe. Thank you. All right, folks, there we go. Sergeant McHugh issuing the warning. Like I said, he right off the bat explained to him why I stopped him, and uh, he almost right away admitted to it. Essex. Okay. I need to stop. Attitude can go a long way. Oh, absolutely. He also seemed organized and had his information readily available to hand over. Yeah, no, he was. Considering it wasn't his car, he was pretty good. Now, have you conducted a stop like that with someone maybe didn't have the paperwork they needed and, and maybe almost had a little bit of an attitude? Uh, usually, if, if in my experience anyway, if, if people are going to argue, it's usually about the basis of the stop, um, not necessarily uh, over some documents that they have. But again, like I'm, I'm sure it's happened to me over the course of my career, but usually uh, the point where somebody's kind of going to contest your traffic stop is going to be the, the reason for the stop. They proceed to then argue about something like that. Yeah. Does does that get someone anywhere, so to speak? If they're confrontational? Yeah. Oh no. <laughs> no. <laughs> oh, that's a, that's a road better not to go down. Oh yeah, absolutely. All right, folks. Again, it's a very comfortable Saturday evening. 
seemed like up in Maine. That must have been chaotic. It's very chaotic. Yeah. yeah. I couldn't even imagine. Well, if you're asking me, tough situation for any department to be thrown into. You have a lot of outside forces coming in. Yep. How big was the city? Was it, uh... It's not big. Is, is Cranston bigger? Oh, yeah. Really? Yep. And uh, Lisbon's even smaller, but, um, you know, I'll say, you know, it's one of those situations that people are trying to be helpful, but you have a superintendent trying to deal with it. You have, you know, the FBI coming into town. You have the president's on line two. You know, the FBI director's on line three. Um, something that took up a tremendous amount of time was them even finding lodging for people coming in from out of town to help. But um, it's it just... Um, I, I think in, in that case, they might have been better served if they actually didn't have so many people coming in because it kind of lost control of the scene a little bit. Um, now, did they determine, did he, um, did the suspect, did he commit suicide shortly afterwards? Or that, that is, that unfortunately, it's undetermined. It's going to take a while to figure that out. He may have been alive for as much as um, 12 hours after that, but they're unsure was found less than a mile from where his car was left. So, um, that was a difficult situation. It was, yeah. Folks, again, beautiful Saturday night. also mentioned that's one of those things um, I think Rhode Island uh, give personal opinion here but I think the state is well served having the red flag law where Maine is a yellow flag actually I, I don't understand what is their law what do they mean by it's pretty loose so it's not as, as strict it's not as strict flag law that we have here it's a greater burden and unfortunately in this particular situation they relied they they had the family go and supposedly remove the weapon, and then they did not fully remove the weapon. And he never made it on to any type of list, so then he was able to purchase more weapons. Um, I, I think you're going to see them revise their laws. Oh. Current, currently, um, and I've, I've been, we've had a, been on an episode where there was someone that um, was having self-harm thoughts and I was with a Kranz police officer, and they removed the firearm right from his home. Yeah, I mean, it, it definitely depends on the, uh, the circumstance. Um, sometimes we're able to get consent. Sometimes we need to do the, uh, the route of the search warrant. But under that red flag law, we do have to remove the, uh, the firearms from the, the residence. And it, it definitely, from what you're telling me, it definitely sounds like uh, the law that we have in place here is certainly stricter. It is. And we've had to do actually quite a few of them. I think the law is about three years old around here now, if I remember correctly. But no, we've, we've done them. We've certainly done them. Yeah. And, and Sergeant McHugh, um, sometimes the individuals can be confrontational when that's going to happen. Well, I mean, 
no shirts. <laughs> Always different. <laughs> yeah, it, not to get controversial, but um, yeah. anytime that um, you're looking to uh, remove something from somebody's residence, especially like a firearm, and uh, some people may feel that their their rights are being infringed upon. Um, some people can be really upset about it, but it, the bottom line is if we have reason to believe that this person is an imminent threat to themselves or another person by use of a firearm, the, the, the new law, well, I shouldn't say new, it's three years old, but we do have the right to, to remove the firearm and institute that uh, extreme risk protection order, and that that makes it that they can't, that they're flagged anytime um, somebody goes to uh, buy a firearm after they've been uh, served with that protection order. So, Oops, again, uh, and, uh, Top Golf seems like it's going very well. Yeah, yeah. It seems very, very popular. Very, very popular. I, I haven't heard um, one bad thing about it. Everybody seems to be really positive about it. And I know a few of the guys I work with have gone there, and they love it. But, but no problems with extra congestion in the city. I haven't heard of anything yet. I haven't heard of anything yet. Folks, again, Saturday night, it's Cranston PD Live. We're with Sergeant McHugh. Right now on uh, Reservoir Avenue. Yep. Right past Cellos. Sergeant McHugh has a long night ahead. <laughs> yeah, that I do. Again, we want to thank our moderators, Ann and Robin and David. with Sergeant McHugh, the uh, situation in Maine last Friday. It was, it was actually, you know, for what I did, that was fascinating to see the way that, I mean, everyone just descended on that place from all, you know, all over. But um, again, they, there's now more being written. I mean, they, the place that they initially searched, they cleared it but then it turned out that he was there. So that's, oh, really? yeah, that's problematic. Yeah, that's not good. No. I'm just glad nobody else further got hurt. Yeah. One thing I, I will say about Mean that didn't make it extra difficult was there was a feeling that he may pop out of somewhere at any time. So it's not like a, I've, I've, I've gone on when there's a missing person search, right? And you have volunteers and everyone's walking along trying to find, this was different because, you know, pol police were fearful he may be in a tree, he might be going to the Canadian border. I mean, there were a lot of things at play, but... Um, I know the next day there was a broadcast that went out in regards to um, him possibly entering Massachusetts in a yes, vehicle. Right. And uh, for several hours, you know, we believed that to be the case, and then that was, um, that was investigated and found not to be the case. Right. There were a number of false alarms up there, 
as you can imagine. Everyone's on edge, with good reason, you know. Um, people are reporting seeing, I think I saw a man run through my yard. Yep. Oh, I, I just kind of takes off from there. When we were there, all of a sudden, some man thought, he, he thought he heard a shot in the field behind his house. And I am not, a, there were 30 police in that within 10 minutes. I mean, it was a little bit overdrive. Like I said, you can imagine tensions were running. Oh, high. God, yeah, absolutely. So, folks, we're on Park Avenue on this Saturday evening. City seems busy tonight, Sergeant. Yeah, oh, there's definitely a lot of people out. Yeah. Hopefully they're having a good weekend. Folks, again, shout out to all of our uh, first responders. Never easy. Main situation is a good example of that. Out of nowhere, look what they. Apparently now there's not a lot to do in Lewiston, so that bowling alley was kind of popular, and um, it's pretty woodsy, a lot of woods there, but things get turned upside down very, very quickly. Anything can happen anywhere, and it doesn't matter if you work for a large agency, small agency, if you work in a rural area, urban, you just have to be ready. Lisbon, the where he was found, I, I would kind of compare that to maybe like a North Smithfield, you know. Uh, but Lewiston is a small little town. How far of a drive was it from here? Three and a half hours. Okay. It's a long day. Yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> Again, shout out to the uh, troopers in Maine. They're very, very courteous. They, it was a tough situation they were thrown into. Some lessons that we learned from that. Um, but again, we're on Cranston Street, Saturday night. Good evening, one and all. Remember, you can, uh, if you've missed any of the past episodes, you can either find them on DePetro.com, you can find them on YouTube, you can find them obviously on this page, we also have them now on Spotify, as it continues to uh, build and grow. We actually, we saw Sergeant McHugh with the, uh, there was the armed robbery, yeah. I think, but yeah, yeah, that's right. Well, I, mean, now, I believe that... Yes. 
And that remains unsolved, I believe. The investigation's ongoing with that, yeah. seem that that crew has gone quiet. They hit four places and then kind of went quiet. Yeah. I, I mean, I know, uh, I think Pawtucket, Central Falls have had similar incidents, but I, I haven't heard anything since. That's another instance. Um, I did see the security camera footage from that establishment, and uh, Kirk Clark was just looked like he was like reading something calmly behind. He was just on his phone. He was just on, he his, was phone. Just on his phone. Oh, wow. Yeah. And suddenly that individual came in yep. right over the counter with the gun. Yeah, I think he was in and out in less yeah. than thirty seconds. Wow. Yeah. But very aggressive with the firearm. Yeah. Yep. Mm. Knocked his hat off almost. Yeah. Actually, keeping his hat almost on the back of his head with the uh, the firearm. Such a, that that's that's dangerous when someone has a firearm out like that because then anything can happen then. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. I, I couldn't imagine what he felt like. <laughs> Just. Scrolling through his phone, and then the next thing you know, that guy's hopping over the, uh, the counter like that. That's seemingly a much different scenario than the individual that goes into a, a bank and says, you know, I have a weapon, yeah, but never shows yep. No, I mean, this. yeah, this is legitimate arm, arm robbery. If ends or buts about it. I, I was speaking with a firearm enthusiast that mentioned one of the dangers of that is once it's out and he's kind of dangling it like that, and in, in, in a split second, even not even trying, it could maybe, you know, go off. Yeah, no, that's certainly possible. I'm, I'm glad in this particular case it didn't. That investigation continues. Yeah, that investigation is ongoing. Yeah. Folks, again, Saturday night, we are in Cranston. Good evening, one and all. Sergeant McHugh, kind enough to let us be along. He's got a long night ahead of him. <laughs> no problem. Now, does it become a Dunkin' Donuts night, or meaning... You know, do you, do you utilize coffee or is that no, no, not necessarily? You know, no, I don't. Um, I've never really uh, drank coffee. Um, for the first three and a half years of my career, I was on third shift on the midnight shifts. And I never had it. And, um, yeah, I, I don't know. I've just never really gotten into that habit. Started the summer, there's a motorcycle gang that came into the city, but it sounds like they've been quiet. You're, uh, right you're along here. Is that who it is? Yeah. yeah, yeah, right down there. Yeah, no, um, 
little things here and there, but um, nothing too disruptive as far as I know. like there was a road rage incident as I mentioned in Pawtucket but they ended up in Cranston right on the Route 10, right? Route 10 Reservoir line yeah. I think that happened on the overnight shift didn't it? Uh, actually it was early evening oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. this is actually my, uh, my first day on so I, st I start my tour tonight Heading into uh, Knightsville now. We'll see how all the uh, the restaurants are doing. Hopefully, they're all nice and packed. That's the house that had the, uh, all the uh, yeah, those 15 oh. foot skeletons and yes. everything, but good for them. Yeah. <laughs> now, around the holidays, holidays can be difficult uh, for, for people. Do you, do you see an increase then sometimes in uh, domestic and mental health calls? Yeah, uh, I mean. There's been a few Thanksgiving Eves and Thanksgivings I've worked where unfortunately you have that type of uh, you know criminal activity taking place and families can't get along and um, yeah I mean I I definitely believe in that that sometimes when you get family together and it's supposed to be a uh, joyous holiday sometimes it descends into arguments and fighting which results in us getting called so but yeah I I could definitely remember a few times on Thanksgiving and. There's been, a, unfortunately, a few incidents on Christmas, but I always felt like Thanksgiving was more <laughs> the, the holiday that we had people fighting with their families. Well, everyone celebrates it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Good. Restaurant scene, very yeah. good crowd. Yeah. Yeah. Can see here. During the pandemic. Yeah. Here, so. like to see them. Yeah, I'm, I'm glad they're doing Crowded. well. Nice Saturday night crowd. Yeah. It's good for people to get out. As they call this the little Italy section of Cranston. Yeah. Now with its new park.
lot of people these new shark plates. Beautiful. Is that the one in front of us? Yeah. Davis. It was, um, you know, she she handles herself very well in some, you oh, know, yeah. different situations. So, so it was actually uh, it was very good. It was an interesting uh, situation. A car ended up on a lawn, and someone got run over. So, so always um, it's interesting the pieces of the puzzle to try to put together and figure out what happened. Yeah. Oh yeah. Been there. Now, is it a relief though that all the Halloween parties maybe have come to an end? Um. Well, it's, it's funny. So, I didn't actually, uh, with my schedule, I put the uh, the two seconds and the two days. I actually, the way that it felt, I didn't have to uh, deal with the second shift for any of those parties yeah. or anything. So. But it would be funny on those nights where you pull somebody over and they're in this extravagant costume. Yeah. <laughs> Folks, we're at uh, Reservoir and Park. Again, Saturday night. Very, very comfortable weather. We're with Sergeant McHugh. Exactly a year since you've been starting doing these episodes? It has been. Yeah. Anniversary's coming up then Wednesday night before Thanksgiving. Oh, is it? Which um, that turned into the shooting on Smith Street in Edgewood. Okay. Yeah. That was season one. Yeah. <laughs> looks like it's packed. Being restaurant, very good crowd on this Saturday. Yep, always nice. People come, spend their money, and come into uh, Cranston more and more. Finding more and more people seem to be enjoying coming into the city and realizing the easy in and out and centrally located. Yeah, I mean there, there's a lot, 
restaurants the city now has to offer, a lot of different varieties. Garden City. Yes. When I first started, it uh, wasn't like what it is now. No. I mean, it's been built up and so well done. Yes. There was a, a Borders or something there where LA Fitness is now, and that was closed. And there never used to be anybody on that side of the parking lot. Wow. And now, I mean, just look what it's become. It's done really well. Sergeant, if you could also just remind people what should they do if they're on the road and they see someone they believe to be an impaired driver. If you see somebody that's an impaired driver, um, call 911. If you can make sure that you uh, provide the vehicle description, vehicle's plate, and if possible, if you can uh, follow from a very, very safe distance until police arrive. All, I don't know. Just be your best witness. Yeah. You can do that. We can respond in a timely manner and conduct a motor vehicle stop and take the investigation. Here's a Top Golf, new addition to the city, right past Chapel View. You can see the lights. A lot of people posting on social media that they're going there. And again, right at Garden City is the road. Boy, it does look like a good crowd. Yeah. Right, so we're coming up on Pontiac Ave. Yep. Now I told you this is 37, I think, is 37 under construction? I believe the eastbound lane is actually shut down. Okay. Um, I thought I'd be there Saturday, Sunday, but because they found him Friday night, I was then, uh, I came back on Saturday. So on the road Friday at 5 a.m., and then I left the final, there was going to be a midnight press briefing, and then there was not. It was canceled. So, so the day started at 5 and ended around 1 a.m. So that's a long day. Yeah, so, and then, uh, and then the, the tone of the coverage changed very quickly <laughs> once. 
once they realized where they had found him and so forth. Yeah. So, but on the scene live stream was up in Maine. It was wild. And you've gone overseas too, haven't you? I have. We're looking at Israel, but right now it seems like that'd be dicey to go. I would, yeah, I would think twice about that right now. So, I think that's a 2024. Yeah. But for now, we're in Cranston. Yeah, yeah. Let me know if you want to come to Israel. No, no, thank you. <laughs> well, that that right now that's high, actually highly. There's been 35 members of the media killed since that started. So. I did not know that. Yeah, just in the past month. Oh, yeah. Oh. Folks, again, Saturday night, we're on Pontiac, Sergeant McHugh. You can type in where you're watching from. Remember, you can uh, share that you're watching. You can... Uh, Type in someone's name. That should alert them. Make sure, folks, by the way, if you follow the page. And again, you want to go back and watch any uh, old episodes. They are all on demand on this page and then also on Petro.com and also on YouTube. They're all up on your website? All up on the website. Especially since the writer strike continues, the only thing worth watching on television seems to be uh, NFL football <laughs> and the war. Actually, yeah, we'll go back and uh, binge, binge watch. So, now also, um, Sergeant, over the next couple of months, any any tips for some of the people? I it's interesting when um, I hear about that some people still apparently don't lock their car even though it's in their driveway. Yeah, I, you know, unfortunately, larcenies for motor vehicles happen in every single town in the state. Always lock your car door. Take your wallet out, bring it in the house, bring any valuables in. And unfortunately, they do happen. And then with the holiday season, we have the porch pirates back out. That's right. Be careful of your Amazon packages. What's great now is a lot of people have the uh, the ring doorbell system and whatnot, so yes. that definitely helps. But it seems like most people now, that's how they do their shopping. It's just strictly online. Yeah. No more going to the mall. And so, therefore, it, it does seem like there'd be more instances of people trying things like that. Yeah. Oh, yeah, definitely. I think I've heard of that sometimes someone, they actually just follow the delivery people and then see exactly what they're dropping off. Yeah, I've heard of that, too. But the ring doorbell seems like a good way or... Yeah, it captures the suspect so we have an idea. This is good to see. This is Cranston redevelopment right yeah. here. Yep. 
another area since the time that I, I first got on over here yes. that has been really well done. Yep. Do you notice more activity around here now? As far as pedestrian traffic or combination? Yeah. Oh, yeah. With uh, Officer Davis, there was a game at the stadium, and uh, sometimes that can result in confrontations or altercations. Yeah, every now and again, we, we do have to uh, respond there to kind of keep the peace. But for the most part, I, I think most uh, sporting events that take place there are pretty under control, and for the most part, I think people behave themselves. But unfortunately, sometimes it, it does kind of uh, disintegrate into something yeah. that results in maybe an arrest here or there. Folks, again, Saturday night, we are with Sergeant McHugh in Cranston. Another episode of Cranston PD Live. Sergeant, it is interesting that um, there's just always reminders that in the blink of an eye, suddenly something can happen and drop, and it just, whatever was going on with the police force, suddenly everything has to shift. Yeah, oh, absolutely. You never know. You never know. But you have to be ready for it. Have you had instances where the whole day, night seems quiet, and then all of a sudden, out of nowhere, all hell breaks loose. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. It happens from time to time, that's for sure. All takes is one call, and you have the tire shift going to it. Yeah. Folks, again, Saturday night. Right now, we're on uh, Park Avenue. The city is busy. A lot of people are in Cranston tonight. The weather is perfect, by the way. Nice and comfortable, dry. So there's a lot of people in the city. We'll just see um, eventually as the night goes on and just how uh, quiet it is the remains or exactly what happens. We've had a busy week. Yes. We've certainly had, had a busy. very, very busy week. Busy seven day stretch. But it's funny, I mean sometimes you, you really can't predict any of this. I remember a couple years ago, Tuesday nights were statistically like our worst night of the year. So yeah, just no rhyme or reason. We used to call them terrible Tuesdays. Oh. But I, I still subscribe to like a, a night like tonight, like a, a weekend night. Yeah. You're more likely to 
have a busier night than not. But again, sometimes it can be slow. Sometimes it can be uh, really busy. And a Friday night sometimes seems to draw a lot of action, sometimes, so to speak, or a lot of service, a lot of calls. Friday, uh, I mean, any of those nights you're going to have people like tonight. I mean, right. you know, how many people how many of these restaurants do you know people are out and you know, eating, drinking, having a good time, and then later on when everybody goes home things tend to pick up that's right Cranston definitely does have its share of entertainment and restaurants yes the city continues to get Bigger and more, yeah, draws, which just means more. Also, people in and out of the city. Mm -hmm. And you notice that from when you first started. Oh gosh, yeah. Oh yeah. Oops again. Saturday night. I'm going to do some uh, law enforcement shout-outs coming up in just a little bit. It's just 8.57 here in the East. We are riding with Sergeant McHugh. Right here in Cranston. Exactly, yeah. I believe I'm hearing that um, they've been trying to climb over the fence at the White House. Yeah. Wow. Alright, we'll keep an eye on that. Might have to drop you off at the airport. <laughs> I don't know about that. Maybe. But in the meantime, yeah, folks, it's just nine o'clock in the east. 
We all the DMV buck a buck for you. One Peter Zebra eight zero one. This gentleman has not stopped any of the last two no. stop signs. Essex. Call me on a G5, Webster, Ryder, King Victor, 557, White Honda. I'm sorry? Okay. Everything all right? Dunkin' Donuts? Oh, okay. Right. If somebody needs their coffee. <laughs> Alright, thank you very much. How's your driving record? Pretty good? Yeah. Okay, very good. What's that? You never got a ticket? Okay, all right, good, good, that's perfect. All right, do me a favor, just sit tight and I'll be back with you in one minute, okay? All right, folks, let's see what happens. Again, we're with Sergeant McHugh. We're watching Cranston PD Live. Maybe you can uh, see that you are watching. We have some bystanders that are watching as well. Very nice, <laughs> very nervous it appears. She told me she's never had a ticket in her life before, and her record would definitely reflect that. And again, like we talked about before, somebody that's totally cooperative, um, you know, she's not argumentative. I can see that she's definitely very nervous. I think she's very afraid that she's going to get a ticket. But I think uh, we'll make her night, we'll just give her a verbal warning, and uh, hopefully she'll be a little more careful in the future.
Brooks, you want to step back for a moment? We're with Sergeant McHugh in Cranston. Happy birthday, Ann. See what happens. I took a look at your driving record. It's crystal clear, okay? So you're not getting a ticket, okay? Just drive a warning on, just be a little more careful, okay? Alright, go enjoy your coffee. Have a good night. Essex also. Now again, another example of someone didn't cop an attitude, very cooperative. And if someone was impaired, have you had instances where as soon as you walked up you could tell that they were off? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Again, it depends how uh, what their level of inebriation is, but Sometimes you walk up there and all you have to do is just smell, and you can, you can smell it on them. Wow. Or have you had an instance where maybe there was more than one individual in the car and... And just that they uh, maybe were involved with criminal activity of some kind. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's funny, we were talking about uh, drinking and driving, and we have um, Blackout Wednesday coming up. So that will be here in just a few short weeks. And what, what is, um, if you could, what's Blackout Wednesday? So Thanksgiving Eve, it's the oh, night yeah. before um, Thanksgiving. It's traditionally the biggest party night of the yes. year. And uh, normally, um, statewide, we have a, um, a lot of police out strictly just for uh, DUI patrol. 
I've done it in years past, and I'm definitely considering doing it this year. I got to see what's going on with my family, and uh, if I can do it, I definitely want to be out there because there have been nights where all of us have gotten one. Like it's just, wow. yeah, it can be really busy. But you know, luckily, I, I definitely think that a lot of people now are kind of um, smartening up and doing ride shares, Uber, yeah. Lyft. But unfortunately, I mean, some people still, they just insist on driving. But that's a big night of the year for a DUI patrol. So that will be here very, very shortly upon us. So. Like to get back that out. night, the night before the 4th, and New Year's Eve are three huge. Yeah, yep. Last year, uh, myself and uh, another sergeant, we had the um, DUI patrol, and I think both of us were, uh, were off the street with the rest before uh, the ball came down. Wow. So, yep. Right, the, the Wednesday night, the night before Thanksgiving is notoriously a yeah. very busy night out on the roads, oh, but yeah. DUI. DUI and then you know, you mentioned it before, you know, unfortunately sometimes the uh, domestic disputes that take place before the holidays and everything. And I remember one particular uh, third shift, I had been working and we arrested somebody at four o'clock in the morning, just a craziness. Yeah, folks, again, Sergeant McHugh is uh, gonna be working four in the morning tonight, but we'll see what <laughs> Yes, I will. Now, the city between, uh, say, midnight and 2 a.m., and never mind tonight, turn the clocks back, what's that? Can that sometimes be some of the people that are on the road maybe a little more rowdy than normal? I mean, you're definitely going to have all those people that are uh, enjoying themselves, and they're going to be going home. So you have more people on the road, and sometimes when they get home, and you know, unfortunately alcohol can uh, maybe be responsible for some family fights at home or with boyfriend, girlfriend. Definitely creates more of a um, busier night for us. So, like right now, I mean, as you, I mean, you've seen it. We've been driving around. I mean, it seems like every restaurant is packed and serving people, and you know. We're happy that they're able to do that. But eventually, people go home, and uh, you know, sometimes our night gets a little busier. But it definitely seems like there's a lot of people just enjoying themselves and taking advantage of what Cranston has to offer. And again, especially you know those restaurants, it was tough for them around the pandemic, so I'm happy to see that they're doing so well, especially on a uh, Saturday night like tonight. Actually, speaking of a ride share right there. Was it Lyft? I think that might have been the Lyft. You can tell because of the light? Yeah, I think Lyft is the uh, the blue one. I okay. could be wrong, but usually they advertise like that. So yeah. definitely a ride share. I, I, I think it was a Lyft, though. But, you know, we'd like to see more of that. We, yeah. I would love to do a um, you know night before Thanksgiving and not have any DUI arrests. That'd be great. Right. It's good they have the light. That's... Um been a problem with people, particularly females, getting into a vehicle they thought was maybe a rideshare and was not. I haven't heard of anything like that here, yeah. but I'm, I'm sure that goes on. It does, yeah. 
meaning out of the cities and largest cities. Yeah, I've um, I've used Uber before, and they have a picture of the operator and the car and everything. So I think for the most part, it's a, it's a pretty safe alternative. So, but like anything, I mean, you, you never know. But I think that it, it does have a good reputation. Like I said, I've used it myself before. And it's been great when I've used it. October we had Halloween obviously with Thanksgiving coming up and never really again just kind of looking ahead scheduling wise and knowing that that night is definitely coming folks again Saturday night we're with Sergeant McHugh in Cranston one thing about Cranston police is certainly make sure that the presence is felt. People see Cranston police all over the city. Oh yeah, no, there's a lot of us out there tonight, and we definitely um, want to make sure that we remain visible. And I know we haven't gotten a lot of calls for service uh, <laughs> the last hour and fifteen right. minutes, but uh, you doesn't have been floated around. Oh yeah, oh yeah, we're definitely here. We have found that people like seeing that, even if it, there's what, what I'd call almost like a lull in the action, so to speak, mm -hmm. and that the police are proactive and are outside. And yeah, I, you know, you've heard a couple guys call out on car stops and yeah. such, so, you know, even though we're not going to call to call to call to call at right. this particular time, I mean, the guys I work with are definitely out there watching. Yep. Again, it's a, a uh, very comfortable weather. Beautiful Saturday night. It's supposed to be dry as well tomorrow. It's nice to have a Saturday not raining. Yes. We definitely prefer working in the nice dry weather. This yes. is like perfect. Nice football Sunday tomorrow. Yeah. Again, you're watching Cranston PD Live. We're lucky enough to be riding with Sergeant McHugh on this Saturday night. The city is busy, but so far everyone behaving themselves. But yeah, as busy. you can see, busy but behaved. Yes. <laughs> no. Again, if you know of a uh, Cranston resident, you can type in their name. Can always share that you're watching. Many people will, will then watch this later on YouTube, or then it'll be posted on the website petro.com and on Spotify. Yep, it's been a very busy week in Cranston. Yeah. <laughs> no doubt about that. No doubt about that. I'm 
basically glad that this week's over with and yeah. moving on from it. Definitely a, definitely a memorable one here in France, so there's no doubt about that. Another, um, folks, just another note for just daylight savings now starting tomorrow. It'll be dark at 425. Yeah, and uh, short days now. Yeah. But it was a fatal hit and run in Woodsocket, I think, Thursday night. Yep, yep. So, so pedestrian. Sergeant, is that something, I mean, I know some people feel that they can just dart across the street, but they could do it, as I was, someone was telling me, you could do that 99 times, but the one time that you dart out and someone doesn't see you or they're coming fast, that, that was, and I know some people feel it's, it's um, inconvenient to then walk down to a crosswalk, but. I mean, for, for safety purposes, yeah. it's extremely uh, important to do that, because. Again, like you said, you're, you're darting in and out of traffic. Sometimes oh. they can't see you. They're not expecting to see you, rather, if they're coming up on an intersection. Coming up on the, uh, the joint, just a quarter mile. That it, it's definitely a risk not using the crosswalk, but it's a, a risk not worth taking. No. It could be avoided to just walk the extra whatever feet to just get to the crosswalk. Absolutely.
know, sometimes there's um, activity with some of the individuals from our right. How has that been so far as of late? Um, you, uh, you talk about the state grounds in general or yeah. like the Harrington Hall and exactly. all that? Um, no issues to report. Uh, you know, I know it was a couple months ago we had that um, that riot at the ACI that uh, yes. we responded for. Yeah. Um, speaking of Harrington Hall, now I, it's starting to get a lot colder out. I, I expect that to be full okay. most nights. It's the state's largest bench shelter. Yes. Yep. All right, here we are. Yep, 37 eastbound. Shut down for the next couple of days. Are state grounds, but sometimes the residents come in and out of the city. Yeah, well, when the um, when Harrington Hall uh, closes its doors during the day, the most of the residents are around the area. That's right. Again, you can uh, really see the way the city has uh, changed, and I, and I mean in a positive way, right across from uh, Garden City, the Chapel View. Garden City is going to start getting real busy with the holidays coming up. Right. already gone. I can't believe it. It's gone so quickly. Now with Garden City, retail has seen an increase in, uh, it almost seems like organized thefts in some way. Yeah, no, they, they, they do get their share of shopliftings. job of staying on top of it though but especially around this time of the year it's something we need to be cognizant of I know beat officers usually frequently doing checks and then on the weekends we have uh, extra patrols in there as well where one person distracts the clerk and then another person sometimes yep And we're on Reservoir Avenue on this, uh, it's a very nice weather-wise, enjoyable Saturday evening here in Cranston, Rhode Island, riding with Sergeant McHugh. The city is busy but behaved. Even the drive-through, even the uh, fast foods have <laughs> lines, which is good so far.
Shopper Insurance. We mentioned Top Golf has good crowds, but no problems. No problems no, or anything. Nothing to report yet. So. It is interesting as of late that various things that have happened that and then have fallen like either right on the Cranston line or yeah. right there. Yeah, oh, you're not kidding. Cranston police have to respond. I mentioned that road rage incident last night, the shooting, and then uh, obviously a week ago Friday was that double homicide that initially was called into Cranston, but yeah. The vehicle ended up being in, in Providence. Yep. You're right on Hathaway Street. Yep. That's one of those streets that, uh, depending on where you are, could be uh, either jurisdiction. And then Cranston Police determined, wait a minute, this vehicle's actually in Providence. Yeah. yeah. It happens. It yes. happens. There's several areas in the city that are like that. Happens with accidents, certain, mm. certain calls, disturbances. Yep. Are you familiar with the uh, Mount Carmel Club? Yes. So, yep. again, I don't think that ever reopened, but if I remember correctly, like the back room used to be Cranston, but the front lot used to be Providence. Wow. It was something. It was something ridiculous. Yeah. Something. Some incident. Yeah. 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 It's just funny how like some the, the jurisdictions are broken up. Yep. But Cranston seemingly has enjoys a good working relationship with Providence. Yes, absolutely. And the same thing goes with all of our neighboring departments. Yep. Johnston, Situate, Coventry, Warwick. Warwick. Yep. Folks again, we're right on Reservoir. We are the uh, road reach vehicle right at the entrance to Route 10 at that down here on Reservoir but and I'm not sure where the Providence line is so but it was it was I believe it was before Providence so I'm not sure yeah. I, I know it was right at that there. plaza up yeah. here where then if you take the left you can go Route 10 north Folks, 9.28, Saturday night. Getting a little rain here. Yeah. Well, it is Saturday. <laughs> yeah. I wonder what the winter's going to be like. We got away with one last winter, and that wasn't yeah. bad at all.
talking about the jurisdiction, so this is one of those roads that kind of snakes in between Cranston and Providence. Right now we're in the Providence section. Are they connected to these businesses or? I don't believe so. They used to park on uh, Kenwood Street a lot and, uh, you know, we've stepped up our enforcement over there. Yeah. And Look at the wall. Now, are they technically in Providence? No, they're in France. Those, those trucks? Yeah. No, that, that's Providence. Oh, it is. Be a DMV King Edward 983. It's going to be Niantic at DuPont. All advice. How you guys doing? How's it going? Yeah, my, my wheel bearing just popped off. Oh, I did it? I'll have a tow truck on the way right now. You have a tow truck on the way? Waiting out, yeah. But it's not going to be here for another two hours. Oh, yeah. <laughs> We're not really sure what we should do. Yeah, the car just can't move, so we're just going to wait it out, I guess, right? Yeah, I mean, um, Folks, again, thank you. I, I, and listen, everybody, I, I'm well aware it's it's a little bit of a quiet Saturday night. There's nothing we can do about it. Sergeant McHugh is very nice to let us ride along. They've had a very busy week here in Cranston. And it's just one of those things, the ebb and the flow of it. So, but I uh, I do appreciate everyone that's tuning in. Thank you for all the stars, everyone. There's obviously nothing we can do. Actually, it's been such a busy week. I'm actually almost glad they're having, not for our purposes, but a little bit of a quiet night. You can see the sergeant trying to render some aid here. These people had uh, some problems with the wheel. Call to okay. Our, uh, okay. Sorry. It's all right, folks. We're going to give them a little space. These people are just patiently waiting. We'll get the full um, full story from Sergeant McHugh. Again, folks, on this Saturday night, we are in Cranston. It is. Yep. They've had uh, quite a busy stretch. We're going to leave it at that. God, I feel for these people just sitting here. You know, I do want to remind people again, um, you can uh, make sure you follow the page. You can subscribe to the page. do our best to try to bring you do our best to try to bring you uh, live on the scene 
Um, sometimes it's busier than others, but either way. We got something going down. Absolutely. Thank you, Ray. Feels good to be out, folks. Again, people uh, that follow our live stream know they've had a very busy week here in Cranston. And a difficult one story as well. Always. All right, let's see what they're going to tell these two individuals. Once again, happy birthday to Anne, one of our moderators, Robin. So again, we don't want to uh, leave these people in a bad spot. Obviously, yeah. they're, uh, they're right in the right section intersection. We are, this is a Providence intersection right here, so um, I'm going to try to summon one of the Providence officers if they can come over here and assist. Um, until that time, we're just going to have um, Officer Johnson just remain just to uh, make sure that other operators can see the vehicle and um, just keep everybody safe. I think they say they might have a two-hour wait for some reason. Yeah, for AAA. So... Two hour week? Yeah, yeah. I, maybe they're really busy or something. I'm not really sure, but obviously they're not going anywhere fast. And uh, it definitely looks like the uh, the front axle blew out of the car. So, and again, like, you know, keeping in mind for something like this, I see this, and again, I'm not sure if it's an accident or not. But um, when I'm talking to him, looking at his eyes, I'm making sure I don't smell anything on his breath. Um, he seems completely sober to me. I'm confident that this did not result as a uh, accident. Plus, you can see uh, kind of like the uh, divots in the road from where uh, it looks like the just I don't know if he hit like a pothole or, or whatever. But um, I'm confident it's not a um, driving under the influence case. And uh, 
Officer Johnson is just going to remain on scene until Providence gets here, just to make sure uh, everybody's people safe. alone, otherwise, in yeah. this area. Right? Yeah. No, I, I mean, that is concerning, but I'm also more concerned about, again, this is a uh, this is a pretty good-sized intersection. I just don't yes. want anybody to, to smash into it. So I'm going to go ahead and clear this call and uh, head back more towards Center Cranston. Standing by, show me 10 Well, at least they have AAA. Yeah, just two hours away. Again, we did see Sergeant McHugh right up here. It was the Tuesday night. Maine was on a uh, Wednesday night, the shooting. It was the smoke shop. And they're, they're uh, open different late hours. Is that accurate? Quality fuel? Um, is that, yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. Are they 24 hours or just? No, I, I believe they close around 11 or midnight. That remains under investigation, but I believe the um, whoever's the individuals responsible, they seem to be going after similar type businesses like that. Yes, that is the case. Yeah. Well, that was a true armed robbery. Yes. Oh, yeah. Well, in and out in 30 seconds, had the gun to the guy's head. They have. That was good video surveillance quality. Yeah. Thirty seconds in an hour. Yeah. Waited till nobody else was in the store. The um, the victim was looking at his phone. Yeah. In and out. Yep. That that arm robbery seemed to. I mean, there was interest in it from the three robberies the night before, but that seemed to really jack it to another level. Yeah, yeah. Like you said, I haven't heard of any um, in the meantime, right. so things seem to have died down. Yep. But the, uh, the investigation is still ongoing. Kind of seems like to me, especially in this area now, there's a lot more cars on the road, maybe people are starting to leave. Yeah. 
wherever they were spending their uh, their evening. And with a situation like that, who, who knows what might have happened if a customer had walked in. Yeah. yeah luckily, that nobody did. Yeah. That could, you're right, that could go bad very, very quickly. So you see this uh, this car in front of us that's yeah. avoiding the pothole, like the, uh, okay. the potholes and the the roadway, so I'm confident they're not just driving erratically. Yeah. He won't go over any man all over. Well, the driver was not so lucky. No. No. In a situation like that, they called AAA. Mm -hmm. um, should a passing motorist, or should they maybe have called police just to... I mean, they're also kind of like right there at the intersection. Yeah, oh, I, I definitely think they should have called the police. Um, if that was the city of Cranston, we, I mean, that vehicle's obstructing the roadway. Yeah. If that's Cranston, um, we would tow that vehicle because it's obstructing the roadway. Yeah. But because it's in Providence, I don't, you know, oh. out of my jurisdiction. So sure. that's why Officer Johnson will just stand by um, until they get over there. They got to move that out. I would imagine yeah. when Providence gets there, that's going to be it. They're not going to sit there for two hours on a Saturday night and, no. and wait for that. Yeah. So. And not blocking the intersection that way. No, no. I mean that that has to be moved. We just, um, as a Cranston officer, we, we can't do something like that in okay. another jurisdiction. But again, I don't want to be like, well, uh, you know, see you guys later. Yeah, Good luck to you. <laughs> Even though we are out of jurisdiction, we Two still want to. should fly by. Yeah, we, we do want to make sure that they're, uh, that they're okay. I would expect that he knows he's going to be pulled over. Essex. Pull me on a G5. Uh, Dyer at Lawrence. Frank Adam 976. Black 4 on him. Do you have your license registration proof insurance? 
Where are you on your way to? Where are you on your way to? You don't speak English, no haba? You speak a little English? I'm just asking, where is he on his way to? Back in Johnston? Yeah. Okay. Where are you coming from? Uh, where are you? My friend. Friend's house? Yes. Okay. Any drinking or anything no. like that? No. no. Okay. Alright, good, good. Especially with the little one in the back. Yeah, how old? Six. Six? Okay. Folks, again, a little bit of a language barrier. Let's see what happens with Sergeant McHugh. Thank you for the stars, by the way, folks. I know people uh, very generous support our on the scene live stream. A little bit of a language barrier there. I'm glad the, uh, the passenger speaks uh, English pretty well. So I asked him if he had anything to drink. She answered no. Um, I don't smell anything on him. There's no evidence of alcohol in the, uh, the vehicle. lost connection on my computer so we're just going to reboot that Ten three, thanks. So after we uh, clear the stop, uh, I can hear that audible alarm. We're just going to um, make a check and see if we can find out where it's coming from. Probably. 
All right, so Providence just showed up on Officer Johnston's call, so okay. they're going to handle that, and he's going to go back into service. But again, the main thing is we didn't want to leave them hanging. All right, this gentleman, um, he has a clear record here. Everybody's been pretty cooperative. Um, I'm just going to issue him a, a verbal warning, send him on his way, and then uh, we'll make a check for that audible alarm. Okay. All right, folks, again, that's Sergeant McHugh. Thank you, everybody. Make sure you're uh, following the page. Come around and watch the sergeant in action. I'm just going to get out and go on foot. I'm not sure which business it is. Okay. Essex. Okay. Have a uh, audible alarm, dire at Lawrence. Just going to be on foot attempting to locate it.
just as soon as I get out of the car, it stops. <laughs> I'm just going to check these bases to make sure yeah. everything's okay. side. As soon as I get out of the car, goes <laughs> off. <laughs> well, it stopped. Wait a minute, there it is. Oops, here we go. We may have some in our pursuit here. Looks another officer arriving. From everything I can check, everything appears secure. So. Okay. Thank you. 
six. From what I can check, it appears secure. Folks, again, it's Sergeant McHugh. Sergeant, you never know with something like that. Though. No, no, you never know. I mean, some, we could have been on that traffic stop, and uh, upon closer examination, I could have found a door that was uh, pried open or something, but it appears to be an oversight. I mean, I'm sure there's instances that it starts with just, you know, that's unusual. There's an alarm going off, and then there is, in fact, someone inside. Or yeah, uh, it, it happens. It definitely happens. And most alarms are usually unfounded, or there's some explanation for it, but when you're investigating something like that, you always have to be aware that, hey, there actually might be somebody inside, and yeah. you never know. You don't want to take anything for granted. Also saw another member of Cranston Police show up just to. Yep, Officer dump. Peter Johnston. Uh, okay. As of right now, our newest officer. Oh, wow. His career is off to a great start. He's done very, very well for, with us. And um, we actually uh, believe we're in the midst of a, a recruitment process, so hopefully we can um, get some new members and get them into the academy uh, for the January session. Again, we want to thank Sergeant McHugh for a uh, very enjoyable night. Sergeant, you have a long night ahead of you. So.
you know what, I'm working Friday night, so hopefully uh, next week we'll uh, we'll do it again and, um, you know, be a little more busy. But again, a night like tonight, and again, it's been steady all night, but um, man, I don't think we had many calls for the <laughs> two hours we were riding with us. All right, folks, again, thank you for tuning in. You've been watching Cranston PD Live. Again, thank you to our moderators, everyone. And have a good night on this Saturday from Cranston.